uh, usually, as we all know, mental health is not an easy conversation to have, but it's uncomfortable, but it's important. As all of us, we need to talk about this uncomfortable conversation so that it, like, it starts with a one person conversation between two or more people to start a conversation of mental health. As we go along with the conversation, people will be able to and able to open up to be, to open up and realize that they are not alone in this in this disease called mental health, this new pandemic, which is mental health. So, don't you want to introduce yourselves, or you want me to introduce yourselves? You. I personally don't mind introducing myself, but it won't be what I like. It won't be what you expect. It's going to be very brief. That's what I want. Very brief. I don't want anything long. Just brief, brief. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, hi, everyone. My name is Akiwe Kumanda. Um, I'm a third year student, a psychology student at um, Nelson Mandela University. And um, yeah, I am a Christian, Hossa, young woman who hails from the small town of Alwal North. And I'm passionate about life and people. And mental health is something very close to my heart because it's something, it's like the journey that I've had to live in. It's, it's literally a, a testimony that I have. So it's something very, very close to my heart. And we see every day how it impacts so many other aspects of life. So I'm really glad that Wazek asked me to join. And yeah, that's me. Thank you, Apio. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, guys. Uh, my name is Makana Nisamopurusi. I'm from Limpopo. And um, I've graduated. I have a degree in BA psychology. And now I'm doing my honors in psychology. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and I I also like this conversation such as mental health because I feel like it's being underestimated, yet it impacts a lot in our country. And if we can just take it seriously, I feel like we can build a better country and better healthy mind. So yeah, that's all about me. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Patisanali Isabella Tokwana. I'm also a third year student at Nelson Mandela University. I'm currently trying to finish my degree um, in psychology. And I think I have quite a lot in common with you guys because I'm also very passionate about uh, mental health, but most importantly, mental health education in the African community, because that is where I feel it lacks the most. And I think what has motivated me the most is just seeing, um, like watching my life unfold and the lives of my brothers. I have many brothers and like just, taking a general look at our society now, there's this stigma, you know, on the topic of mental health, but it's worse when it comes to the other gender because they're not allowed to express themselves. They're not allowed to feel um, some type of way and stuff like that. So I think mental health is important, but mental health education is even way more important. Um, I, I say, you, you just mentioned that, um, we're trying to fight this disease um, called mental health, but it's actually the 
it's like mental health is not a disease. Mental health is like keeping mentally healthy. You can say maybe mental illness is a disease, then, you know, I'd understand that. But I feel like our people are not educated enough even about the basic things of what mental health is. And I think we're going to do that. So I'm excited. So um, how do you feel uh, about, what are your thoughts on academic depression? This question's a table question. How do you all feel about academic depression? Um, sorry, okay. But Sanani, you can go first, and then I'll go after you. Um, yo, I just want to share a bit on this because I am currently within academic depression <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Because I feel like, um, you know, if we have to tackle this whole mental health education thing, I think education is one of the first places that we have to visit it because our education, our education system caters for a variety, like a range of students. But I think that the education system or people in higher power in education are not mindful of the fact that we don't study the same way, um, not the same method will work for everyone. So I just feel like mental, I mean, academic depression is caused mostly by just taking this large group of people and trying to like, I don't know, put them in this one system thinking that it's going to work for everyone. So I don't think that it's just, being depressed because maybe you're not doing well at school. But I feel like just our education system comes with a lot of pressure that may be unnecessary for some students. Um, I love what Patisanani said. I, I truly agree with that. And I, I do feel that um, it also contributes to a lot of, like we see a lot of, especially at NMU, we've had a lot of suicides among the students where I feel like one of the contributing factors is that one system kind of education um, where one even starts to question themselves. Am I even like smart enough to do this? Like how did I cope throughout high school and all of that? If I actually can't do it here, you know? And I think academic um, depression is real. And I think that one of the key things in sort of breaking it down and understanding um, the pieces of it is breaking down and understanding how this education system of ours is disadvantageous to our time. Because like Sanani said, we are we don't learn things in the same way, right? And yes, university is more is a more theoretical approach to learning than your technicons and whatnot. But I do feel like even there, in theoretical learning, there must be space and room for diversity and diverse learning. So I think these are some of the things we need to look at in terms of combating the academic depression because we can, you know? So that, that's my take on it. Yes, I feel like APUN is really gave a really good insight when it comes to this thing. And academic depression is very real because when we look at mental health, there's a lot of dynamics in it. Because when you say you are mentally healthy, you should be psychologically healthy, socially, 
well-being your well-being socially should be healthy as well your emotional being should be well should be um good as well so when it comes to academic depression i feel like even lecturers or the school itself underestimate it you find that we write um when the timetable is like squeezed like this and you don't even have time for yourself you don't even have time to leave and on top of that you are from home, there can be family issues as well. Now you have to tackle family issues, financial issues as well, because not everyone can afford the school fees, not everyone can afford uh, themselves what to eat and whatnot, because you can find that other people, even though they have nurses, that nurses, they have black tax at home. They can't just spend it to themselves. And now the books, like there's just a lot of things that can stress one. And imagine having all those things and you're going to write, you have to pass well, especially for psychology students. I think this is a very touching conversation because you are supposed to qualify for your honors. And how then can you qualify for your honors if you're not mentally healthy for you to can get all those decisions that they want for you to qualify for this honors? And even when you get to honors, when you think like this thing is getting better, now you have to even qualify for your master's. And I don't think this thing is about um, psychology students, no, because I know other people who are doing other degrees as well that have to qualify and qualify and qualify for things. And yet they, they were not told from the get-go that you would need one day to qualify for this. And now you're just stuck with a degree that is not even useful for anything that you want. Because if you have a degree in psychology and you don't have your master's, you can just work anywhere, but not as a psychologist. So I feel like you get depressed with a lot of things because you will feel like you're a failure and especially dealing with rejection because even when I was applying, there were a lot of rejections in between. And now you're like, you're stuck. Am I stuck in life? You have a lot of questions. So I feel like when it comes to academic depression, it's very broad. There's a lot that can stress one. There's a lot that can depress one. And it can even influence you to have those suicidal thoughts if you are not mentally healthy. To just um, to just add to what she said, um, another thing that um, I realized is that to, 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 to sort of like combat this um, lack of mental health education, I think we as students cannot even do much because sometimes the problem or the miseducation is in the institution itself. So like, I remember this one time I was in a meeting with um, one of the leaders in the institution and Lodada, he literally said, let us say no to mental health. He was like, let us say no to mental health. And I'm like, how, how can you, how can we even, you know? And even if he was gonna say, let us say no to mental illness, how can you say no to mental illness? Because it's normal. It's something that happens. So I feel like for us to really stay, take a stand against this thing, we have to educate everybody because the way that the students learn is through their lecturers. And if your lecturer knows about mental health and is informed about what it is and is sensitive towards it, then I don't think you would have a problem. But now if you email your lecturer and you're like, this week has been so anxious, I can't, you know, make it to whatever, 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 to whatever um, responsibility we're supposed to tend to. If they don't understand that, how can we affect more people? I think the universities, all the institutions, in fact, should really um, focus on educating um, their institution first, their staff first, so that learners can like learn vicariously through them. 
Mm. You raise a Lenuze an interesting point, and I feel like as lectures, Zim, I would say they are still in the old days where they didn't didn't express themselves mentally. So I would say that that's one of the reasons. And they, this conversation is, is is very deep, and I feel like students could Lenuze could to listen to this episode and be able to hear your your views as like I mean you 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 actually I would say you, you're like representing them in, in this episode. Like you are expressing expressing their their concerns regarding mental health. And I feel like NMU should take more responsibility like not NMU only all universities should take more responsibility. Okay. Um police I have a question for you. The issue of the lack of the issue of lack of sleep, do you think it poses poses a threat to students? Yes, of course. I feel like it does. And in as much as I can say it does cause like um a threat, um, I think everyone has deprived themselves of sleep because there's no way you're at university and you've never deprived yourself from sleep. Like you, you, there will be times where you like, uh, uh, if I sleep here, I'm gonna fail. Or if I sleep here, something will happen. And now imagine if it's forced to someone who can't uh, perform well when they don't have enough rest. And even if you can perform well if you need, when you don't have enough rest, I feel like you can be affected because we should understand that getting enough sleep is very much important in our overall health and, one, and well-being. Especially because when while we are sleeping, this is what happens. Your body works to support your healthy brain function. So imagine if you're not sleeping and now your health, your body is not supporting that healthy mind, that healthy brain function. How are you going to function? How are you even going to get the work done? So I feel like people should understand that they have to rest for me, even with my honors, because now you have research projects, there's just a lot that happens. I tell myself sometimes like, mm -mm, this is beyond me. I have to get rest because when you don't get rest, like psychologically, your well-being is not like it will affect you. Mentally, it's going to affect you because you're not resting. And when you don't rest, obviously, your physical being as well, you are abusing it because that's what we feel when you don't sleep the following day you just feel so tired you don't you can't you don't want to even do anything so not getting enough sleep I feel like it gets hard for you to concentrate it gets hard for you to can remember things well and sometimes you even get grumpy I don't know if it's me or you guys experience the same thing like <laughs> If I don't get enough sleep, I feel so grumpy. And when you're grumpy, obviously it's affecting now the people around you because not everyone is gonna tolerate it. Your friends are not gonna tolerate it because they don't know that you didn't get enough sleep or your classmates don't know that you did not get enough sleep. And now it's affecting your relationship with other people. So I feel like not getting enough sleep affects you. It affects how you feel, how you think, how you learn and how you even interact with other people. And what I found when I was researching about this thing is that uh, sleeplessness and mood disorder, they interlinked, they, they interrelate. So when you don't sleep, it affects your mood. And the same applies if your mood is affected, then you're not gonna sleep. Like you're not gonna have that good enough um, sleep. So we should understand that um, we have to sometimes take a break and just say, I want to sleep, I want to get enough sleep. 
you know, and not deprive yourself from sleep because uh, a lot of people who deprive themselves from sleeping, they report in a lot of like um, negative modes like anger, frustration, sadness, or decrease in positive mode. So I feel like it's very much important that we get enough sleep. Before I can even go further with this, I feel like we can just make it interactive because I'm sure Isabella can know something about this, how it has affected her because <laughs> sometimes I, I was that person also who did not want to sleep. Like I would be like, okay, I'm cross-nighting. And until I realized that this thing is not good for me, even though I'm forced to do it, but it's really not good. I have to get at least enough sleep. I have to get myself like a break whereby I'm like, okay, today I'm gonna sleep and wake up tomorrow at 12 <laughs> after, because I love sleeping guys, but the academics itself does not allow one to sleep. Isabella, do you have something to add on this? Um, um, I was saying that the, the, there's this myth you know, um, especially at RES, that's where I realized it. Nadebana is students as Lali. And it's such a normal thing at RES to know that for people, you know, are busy. And I understand that for some people, it's their productive time. But I also do know that for some, it's just because I think I'm not, I only started sleeping proper, like in my second year. And that was last year. First year, I I was the 3 a.m. squad or gang or whatever. And I think now, like, because I've, like, um, educated myself about the importance of sleep and I know how it affects me, I can even, like, pick up where my mental health is by just um, analyzing my sleeping patterns. I know that if I'm not sleeping more, something is up. So, yeah, everything you said, Mupu, was... Every, and another thing is that um, when you're not sleeping and because it's sometimes a, a symptom of more disorder and if you're not sleeping, you trigger other disorders as well. So not sleeping also contribute for like psychologists or any other psychiatrists to diagnose you of other mood disorders. So imagine you're triggering something by not sleeping yet you could get like enough sleep i also was not the sleeping gang undergrad you know because <laughs> there's just a lot of pressure when it comes to you passing and you're like sleeping and something will wake you up to say mm, you did not finish studying you have to push and whatever that i'm gonna study after that is just because of the anxiety to say that maybe i won't pass but i'm not gonna be getting anything so something that i would have done in three hours i'm now getting it done in eight hours yet I could have get enough sleep and get it done in that three hours so I think it's not like getting enough sleep also um promote time management in a way because when you have rested you are able now to do things in time and it can even lead to like less depression anxiety because everyone when they write exam it is it has been researched that we all have anxiety but someone who have well rested and someone who did not rest, they differ in the way that they handle things. Because someone who get enough sleep are more emotionally resilient than the one who did not rest because you are panicking, yet you did not even get enough rest. I still remember this other time I was writing and I was like, I'm not sleeping for this test. I think I was writing labor relation. I don't like the module because it's not biologically <laughs> related. 
I only like psychology modules, but we are forced to do it anyways. And then I did not sleep. I know I did well in that test, but I did not sleep. When I was writing, it's like I was hearing stuff. <laughs> I was like, yo, I think not sleeping will make me go crazy. Like, what is this I'm hearing? And I was just writing. I feel like if it was an application exam, I was not going to be able to do it. But because it was those specific uh, questions, I was able to do it. Because you can't apply something if you're not mentally prepared for it and if you have not rested. So I feel like people should get to have that routine and put that sleep in between. Even though you're not sleeping that eight hours, but in a day, if you feel tired, you just feel like, okay, I'm just going to rest for in between, in between. And if you are the one that is productive at night, it does not matter. It's not the fact that you have to sleep at night or you don't have to sleep during the day, but it's about getting that balanced schedule in a way to say that, Four hours, I will sleep here. And then when I feel tired, I will sleep here. Because sometimes we get into this routine and our sleeping patterns changes. Because when you're going, when you're writing exams and you used to sleep at 3 a.m., even after you have done like writing, you sleep at that 3 a.m. You can either be on social media because you have just created that sleep pattern, which means that you're going to be um be active in that sleep pattern and it's not really good for our mental health so i feel like sometimes we have to get enough sleep just rest guys let's just rest even if it's impossible but just get that one hour nap and then you finish studying <laughs> rest my feet rest rest, rest. <laughs> uh, something that was said by mapumuli <laughs> yeah i can't remember you know at some <laughs> <laughs> something she 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 passed on. Uh, it was then we normalize sleeping not sleeping because for example for me i don't usually sleep at a normal time let's say 10 i don't i don't sleep for eight hours maybe I'm, i sleep for five or six but not eight hours so I think that has affected us and online learning has created that, that thing in, in us to what to normalize sleeping in the morning, sleeping around eight, seven. Apio, do you have any thoughts on that? On the question? Um I really on the question, yeah. On the matter of sleep, I really feel like Mopolis is so right because it's something that I personally experienced as well. Because now I'm back at home and home I get to sleep a lot more than at school, you know. Mm. And I can see the difference. Like not only is it good for my mind, but also for my skin. And also just like you just feel so much better when you're well rested. You know, sometimes when you're not well rested, you even get like headaches and you know like it's it's just seriously like when you get rest it's one pick off the list well you've got one thing off the list and then you like that's one space where you can then like deal with other problems and other challenges because really if you don't get enough sleep uh like it's mess it's really a mess and that's that's one of the things um that um I have a problem with in terms of the it's not really a fault of the education system but it's really 
some of the things that students have to go through now because they keep doubting themselves. Yeah, well, because they keep feeling like, eh, I'm not doing enough. No, so a person's going to study during the day. But at night when they see their roommate studying, it's like, oh my gosh, what if I'm missing, I'm missing out on some content, you know? No, 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 no. Let me, let me wake up or let me, you know what I mean? And I think really it's, it's, yeah, man, it, it, it really sleep is so, so important. And not only as a student, but as a human being, as a whole rest is important. You know, resting is very, very much important. So I really agree with the ladies.